whakātai. E honore e kurōrea ki tātua, e maunga rongo ki te whenua, e whakāro pai ki ngā tangata kātua. Ange te atua e ngā kauhau ki rotoa ki tēnā ki tēnā o mātou, whakatonga e tau wairu a tāpū, e a whena he tau u tau i a mātou, e oko o ki ngā kūpū rotoa i tēnei mahi. Āmini. Kia ora mai tātou, e te iwi hei manaki o te atua, kei rongi e tātou i tēnei ata, nau mai hare mai, nau mai hoki mai, tō ronga ki a mātou, ko wai au, ko Megan Tangata, pora haurangi, ei ei ahau, nō reira e te iwi, kia ora mai tātou. Kia ora everybody, good morning and welcome to Alcoholics Anonymous AA meeting on here. My name is Megan and I'm an alcoholic. Um, welcome everyone this morning. Um, welcome to Ben, Danny and Lance. Um, this morning we'll have three speakers. And But first of all, what we'll do is we'll start our meeting with the preamble of Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organisation or institution, does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. And um, I'll just get our first speaker to share now. Lance, would you like to share with us? Uh, kia ora whane. Um, thank you, Megan, for, um, for um, having me here today. Um, my name's Lance, and I'm an alcoholic. Um, yeah, well, um, my experience around alcohol, alcoholism, and, um, yeah, it's been, uh, uh, you know, experience, I've experienced a lot of, um, a, a lot of things throughout my, my, my years around, around alcohol, um, from, from a young age, um, for me, for me, growing up as a, as a young kid um, from up north, um, alcoholism, well, it was it was a normal normal thing for me. Um, my parents were both alcoholics, um, you know, and my um, my father was was a was a, a gang member at the time, so. Um, I've seen a lot of abuse and a lot of that lifestyle, um, which, to be honest, growing up, um, I thought, you know, that this this was me, this was this was it. Um, I didn't know really any better. You know, my life growing up was I wanted to be, um, you know, I wanted to have a lot of parties and I wanted to uh, make sure there were big ones. So. Um, yeah, it was. I suppose if I go from the start, um, yeah, um, it wasn't um, something that I, I could see as a problem. Um, my whole family were, were um, alcoholics, to be honest, and um, you know, um, right back to my grandmother and seeing the parties back then to me was was the happy times. Um, if anything, and at the same time, they were probably the worst times of my life. Um, you know, uh, I thought, you know, my, my grandmother, when she was uh, drinking, 
she always showed me a lot of love and so did my uncles and all that. And um, that's the only time they would show me love was when they were drunk. So, you know, that's why I say it was the happy, some of the happiest moments of my life was around that, was around that time. But, um, yeah, in a split second, um, it would change and then next minute people would be on the floor. Um, you know, either because they're too drunk or they're just being punched over or something like that. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a lifestyle that I'm used to, that I was used to. Um, growing up as a teenage boy, you know, I got, I, got, um, I started using um, alcohol at the age of 10. Um, you know, I used to go and buy it. My, my grandparents used to give it to me as I was a baby uh, growing up, age of five, four. But I started buying alcohol when I was 10. And, um, yeah, um, I suppose come the age of 15, I got kicked out of school. Um or because that's what that's what I wanted to do was to go out and party. So um, I suppose for the next fifteen years um, after I left school was just that was my life. It was parties and um, yeah, uh, pretty much I was, it was just picking away at me. And my life was uh, you know heading on a downward spiral just slowly. I suppose didn't quite catch it or see it. Um, my parents, luckily, were in uh, AA. Um, from the, I think I was at the age of eight, but um, you know, I, I knew about recovery. I just chose not to to, to look at it and look at myself as if me as me having a problem. I thought they had the problem, um, you know, because my, you know, all I knew was um, was this lifestyle of of using. So um, yeah, my parents had the problem, but. I'm grateful that they they um, were in a program um, called AA Alcoholics Anonymous um, because it it actually um, you know with, with their experience and um, with their support they they brought me into the program um, through through rehab um, and. Uh, yeah, my. I think the rehab, uh, rehabilitation for me was um, was, you know, I, I hit rock bottom, um, and um, just having um, gone to rehab, which I didn't want to, um, but um, through that stage of my life, um, yeah, it was a start of of, of a new beginning for me and um, recovery. Um, you know my my thoughts and um, my fakaro around around um, my usage and, and um, all the people I hurt, and including myself. And um, I've also got two two beautiful sons that I you know I, I love dearly, but uh, I was I wasn't doing the most for them. I wasn't doing the right decisions by them. So. Um, yeah, that that was the start, the start of my new life, basically. Um, and I, um, I've met so many people through throughout the rooms in AA in recovery, which have um, supported me through through my journey, um, including the the three people here beside me today. Um, it's, it's been a massive journey, and um, 
you know, I wouldn't change it um, for anything now. Um, now, now that I've um, discovered discovered this this thing called recovery, um, the fellowship in AA and the people um, in the program, um, you know, have, have definitely helped me understand that. Um, you know, I, I, do, I did have a, I do have a, a problem drinking. And um, you know, one day at a time, I can I can make make it through any day. You know, um, time time. Um, you know, during the day, I can have moments like anything, and I have um, you know major. I still have a, a, an addict mind, so to speak, that can take me um, backwards. And um, um, I'm just lucky for the people around me that they can I can I can talk to and share these things with um, these issues that I, that arise for me during the days or the weeks. Um, but you know, to be honest, the, these problems I have are nothing compared to what I had when I was using. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm grateful to um, to the program and the people, and also Atul. You know, um, I, one one thing I never acknowledged Atul and. Um, also, my my tikanga and my um, whakapapa. So, you know, this is one thing recovery has given me back uh, is my identity as, as, as Māori. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so grateful today um, to be given that back. And, um, you know, I've, I'm now, I can now say that I'm, I'm proud of myself and, and um, you know, my, I'm proud that you know, I'm thankful that I can um, be there for a better person um, as a friend or as a father, as a son. You know, um, I can actually say that I, I, I do love love myself and um, which, you know, once upon a time there was that the word love was, I had a pretty warped perception of love. Um, you know, uh, but now, now I, I can, you know, I've made amends with so many people, including my parents, and that's that's a major big step for me. So, um, yeah, to anybody listening out there, you know, um, there is a place, there is a place out, you know, where, you know, if, if you feel lost, then um, um, you're looking for change, um, just something different. Um, you know, AA, AA and um, the people in AA, we, you know, we're all the same. You know, we've been brought up in um, Aotearoa and uh, we all know certain um, you know the way we've been brought up um, and the culture around alcohol you know it is a culture but it doesn't mean it's meant for everybody um, you know for, I know that now um, so um, you know changes a must especially for our tamariki so um, yeah just um, you know come find the rooms it's on the internet. Um, I'll, I'll definitely welcome anybody. Uh, you know, the newcomer. We say the newcomer is the most important person in the room. So, um, yeah, no, my heart and my fine Kia ora Megan, for for this opportunity. Um, yeah, aroha nui kia koutou. Kia tō. He mihi nui kia koe whaia. Kia korua. Um, Kia ora.
Kia ora, Lance. Thank you for coming and being with us here today, brother. Well done. Awesome. Great to have you here. Kia ora, Lance. Ben, would you like to call it all with us today? <coughs> Kia ora, brother. Kia ora, fa- <coughs> Kia ora whanau. Um, ko Ben ni ho tōku ingoa. Te tau o tōku papa. Um, no ngā puhi a hau. Te tau o tōku mama. Ngai tū hoi a hau. Um, Kia ora tātou. Um, <clears throat> alcoholism for me started from when I was a little kid. Um, I grew up around a lot of a lot of parties and um, they were big ones. My family loved to drink. Um, and I had a lot of cousins that were um, gang related and they were in gangs and they were my idols. So watching them party and, and drinking and all that type of stuff and then fight. When I was a little kid, I used to look up to them and think, man, I can't wait till I'm older, when I'm their age, so I can do that same thing, drink and smoke and do what what they were doing when they were drinking. Um, yeah, it, just, it looked fun to me. Um, so I, I started drinking at around 13 years old. Um, and when I first started, it was um, like, it was everything I thought it was going to be. It was fun. And I got girlfriends and I got, um, no, got worse and worse and, yeah, I just loved it. Um, all my, all my alcohol, um, alcoholism got me into, though, it got me into violent type of, type of things and it just got worse for me, more violent, um, drank more. Got even more violent. Got kicked out of school f- for all of that type of stuff. Um, and that's the lifestyle I lived um, for a long time. So by the time I was 19, I was proud to be an alcoholic. That's something that I shared with all my brothers. Um, yeah, to me, it felt like that's what a gangster is supposed to do. It's supposed to be an alcoholic. They haven't got songs about that stuff. Um, so yeah, um, what brought me into the rooms was um, the violent, the violence that um, um, how do I explain it? The violence that that I was exposing to my family um, ended me up in jail. Um, I was beating my my kid's mother. Um, at the time, I had one daughter, and. Um, I was beating her mother in front of her all the time, um, which is pretty hard, pretty hard to think about nowadays. That, that stuff that um, that I've had to hold on to when, when I've sat in jail and stuff like that. Um, See so yeah, that my violence towards my kid's mum put me in jail a few times, um, and later on it broke my family apart. I lost my daughter um, to social social welfare and to Sips care after coming out from doing a prison leg um, and after doing their leg after two weeks um, I'd lost everything um, yeah, like I said my daughter ended up in Sips I was back on the run from the police for beating up um, my daughter's mother quite bad um, trying to commit suicide and I just hit, hit the alcohol um a lot more every day, every day. Um, for in 
I've done that for three months and just thought, man, there's no chance my daughter's going to come back to my family if I'm on the run. Um, so I handed myself in. Ended up back in jail and from there, few of my family members um, worked on getting me into treatment. <clears throat> so I got a visit one day from um, a brother named Walter. He came in and done an assessment. Um, while I was in prison um, and when he spoke to me across the table he said to me <clears throat> you look like you got a lot a lot going on for your brother I can see it in your eyes and I was talking to him almost in tears um, trying to reach out for help but I didn't know how to um, yeah I found it real hard to reach out for help back then um Still had a lot of, still had a gang mentality and all that type of stuff. Um, but eventually, after being denied um, bail three times, eventually I got into Te Arahau and Te Arahau was at every court case of mine, hoping to get me in there. And finally, um, High Court led me out of prison to go into rehab. And I remember that day like it was yesterday. Sitting in the car on the way to rehab, thinking far out. I feel like <clears throat> I've just, um, what do you call it, played my get out of jail free card. Um, and it's a feeling that, that I'll never forget. It was an awesome feeling, I had the biggest smile on my face. Um, got to rehab, and it took me a while to get used to it. But um, after being locked down for a long time without being able to go anywhere, that place was drilled into me. Um, what worked so well for me was at their place is, is, is Tikanga Māori based and um, yeah, it just suited me perfect man um, I was all together I was there 20 months <clears throat> and in that time um, in that time I ended up doing a few trainings through through a company named Connect and um well, I had, the priv <clears throat> I had the privilege to be able to train in the first time while being in rehab. Um, I heard stories that the only person before me that was able to do trainings and while being in Te Arahu was Walter, the brother that assessed me. Um, yes, yeah, so I felt pretty privileged to be able to do that. Um, and eventually after doing a few trainings... Um, a lady named Jen, she came and approached me and said to me, you should apply for a job that, that's going with us doing peer support. <clears throat> Am I not a swear on radio? Just a tiny bit. Brief, briefly. <laughs> <laughs> I said, bugger that, but I used uh, um, F word. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I said, I thought to myself, what could I possibly have to offer? Not even, I don't even know what peer support's all about. Um, but she had a lot of um, faith in me and confidence in me um, and just kept telling me, just do it, do it, do it. You can do it. So I did it and um, got a job with her as a peer support worker. <clears throat> um, and um, <coughs> it's been an awesome journey. I've had a hell of a lot of um, hard times. Um, so I came into the rooms after I left T 
tiara home and um, I didn't know what what um, the rooms were going to have have for me or what they're going to offer me. But um, I kept going along with my brothers, and after a while, I could see where the rooms were going to help me. And they did. They helped me a lot, and I felt included. And plus, a lot of Fano they they, that's always been involved in my recovery. They were in the rooms as well, so they made it a lot better. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't. I feel like well, now. Now I have a program. Now back then I didn't. I never followed any steps. I thought meetings just alone were going to keep me sober. They did for a long time, but. <clears throat> Eventually, I, I ended up falling over and having a relapse, and I stayed out in the world and relapsed for three months. And just in that three months, I almost went back to jail three times. Um, and that's for violence, um, with my alcohol and all that type of stuff. So I know I can't handle my puss. Um, my alcoholism will send me to jail and keep me to jail. No doubt about that. Um, <clears throat> so I'm back in the rooms now, and... <clears throat> trying to follow this program in and, and this program has helped me out a lot um, I'm 128 days sober now and well done Ben I feel, I feel well my, my, my mind is a lot clear clearer than um, than it was 129 days ago <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm pretty grateful to be sober today and um, be able to spend time with my, my family and um, try and make these positive changes for them and I'm happy to be sitting here too with um my whanau that's been in, involved in my recovery. Um, the kia ora whanau. Kia ora Ben. Welcome back. Welcome home, brother. Awesome to have you here with us this morning. Thank you for sharing. Danielle, would you just like to have a quick share with us before we f- finish up? Hi, my name's Danielle. I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Danielle. Um, my, um... My journey started when I was um, 13 with alcohol. I first tried alcohol when I was 13. Um, I remember it really, really well, just like it was yesterday. Um, It was the best time I'd ever had in my whole life, that first night I tried alcohol. Um, And it did, it stayed good for a lot of years. I was enjoying it. But in the end, it started to turn against me. Alcohol did. Um, What brought me into the rooms was um, the feeling, the feelings I was experiencing before I cleaned up. And those feelings were um, feelings of loneliness, um, thoughts of ending my life. It, 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 It stripped me of all my wairua. I had no wairua left. Um... But before I actually got the program one day at a time, I hope I've got the program, um, I did try it a few times. I came into the rooms when I was 17, 18. I first went into rehab um, and I wasn't ready for it. Um, I was doing it for other people and I hadn't had enough yet. Um, It took me to go out there for a few more years um, and do some more research. Life wasn't too good. My life was really unmanageable. I couldn't hold down a job. Um, I moved from house to house. Um, I grew up. My mum, my mum's in recovery. She's actually in in the program herself, and she, she her co-papa of the house was that 
if I'm drinking or using that, um, sorry, you can't be around the family. So um, I did. I chose drinking over my family. Um, and it took me to some pretty pretty grim places. Um, a lot of drug use as well as um, using alcohol. Uh, it wasn't till 2008 um, where I had my first inpatient um, admission to the psych ward um, with a drug-induced psychosis. It was at that point. Um, even then, I didn't really take it seriously. They called it a drug-induced psychosis. And um, so in my mind, I thought, right, I can still drink. Um, today I now know that alcohol is a drug and, um, yeah, I have to be abstinent from everything in order to recover. Um, my life has turned around. It's, I love my life today. I am in a healthy relationship. I just got engaged this year. Um, before my relationships were really, really toxic relationships, um, I've been at my job for longer than six months. I've held down a job and I think I even might get a nice reference when I leave this job. Um, as, so externally everything's going well, but also what's going well for me is today I feel happy and I feel feelings. Um, when I was using, to be quite honest, I didn't really care about anybody else. All I cared about was using and today that's different. I can feel feelings and I love my life. Um, to anyone out there that's going through this, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. I was a chronic alcoholic when I was young and um, just reach out, reach out for help and I'll see you at a meeting. Oh, kia ora, Danielle. Kia ora. Thank you for being here today with us. Um, thank you, everybody. Um, thank you to those that were here with us this morning and shared. Thanks, Lance and Ben and Dani. Um, what I'll just do, um, that's bringing us towards the end of our meeting. If you have a problem with alcohol and you want help, you can fi- phone 0800 AA Works, which will put you in contact with an AA member in your local area. There are over 100 AA meetings each week within the Greater Auckland area. For more information, log on to aa.org.nz. Um, thank you for listening here this morning, Fano, and we look forward to seeing you again in our next Māori slot. And Fano, you can hear this program again at planetaudio.org.nz slash AA Meeting On Air. Kia ora mai tātou. We'll just finish with our karakia. Kia ora Fano.
tempo. 